Welcome to the Network Marketing Heroes Podcast, hosted by 40-year network marketing veteran, author of best-selling books, The Four-Year Career, and Mach 2 with Your Hair on Fire, and world-renowned speaker, Richard Bliss Brook. When it comes to success in network marketing, who better to learn from than leaders who have actually done it? Listen as Richard interviews top leaders and gives you a behind-the-scenes look at how they did it. You'll get incredible tips and duplicable actions you can do right now to build your own four-year career. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive discount code to get 10% off Richard's easy-to-use tools that will help propel your network marketing business to the next level at blissbusiness.com. Hey, everybody. Richard Blissbrook here with yet another network marketing hero call. And today I have the grand opportunity of interviewing Brian and Fiona Marsh from the Gold Coast of Australia in Juice Plus and talk about crushing the four-year career. Their four years is up two days from now. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for timing? Say hi, Brian and Fiona. Hey guys, hey, hey Richard. Thanks for having yeah. us on here. Yeah, well, um, well, probably goes without saying, even though people may watch this five years from now, that at least at this time in our lives in Australia, um, a lot of people thinking about the devastation that's gone on down there with the fires and now the flooding, and so we're um, we're all thinking about you. And as Fiona told us before the interview, um, there's a lot of new green growth sprouting in Australia, which part of the renewal process, as devastating as the process might seem. So thank you for taking the time and congratulations on your success in Juice Plus. Um, You are national marketing directors and did I leave something out of your title? Do you have like three stars or four black diamonds at the end of that or anything? Oh, yeah, they they recently, we've gone through a compensation plan change and they've got some new titles above it. Presidential Marketing Director and IMD, IMD. International IMD. Marketing IMD. Director. Yeah. Whoa, Fiona's an International Marketing Director. <laughs> He's higher than me though. He's even got a plus the end of his. I've got a plus. <laughs> nice. Aren't we crazy in network marketing with all of our silly titles? How are people supposed to figure all that stuff out? And uh, uh, there was a big push for PMD, star, one star, two stars, three star, but we've got Jeff Roberti in our business. Where would it stop? <laughs> right, exactly. 50 stars yeah. <laughs> or more. Yeah. Well, um, I'll I'll start with the end in mind, just because uh, I love stats and people are curious. And so you're four years into your Juice Plus business. You'd never done network marketing before. We're going to dive deep into your story. But folks, just to put it all in context, these folks have over 6,000 customers in their business. And they're doing almost a half a million dollars a month in sales. And that equates to some fancy titles. But it also equates to a lifetime 
residual income that creates extraordinary opportunity and freedom. And the reason it does is, uh, I don't, you know, you guys didn't have any experience in network marketing, so you probably didn't do a lot of due diligence on which company to join, but you were very fortunate in that you joined a company that has been in business now 40 years, 50 plus, 50 plus years with proven repeat customer products. And that's the only way you build asset income is repeat customers. So those are 6,000 people that are providing a lifetime of opportunity and freedom for you. And so congratulations on doing that in three years, 363 days. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. So, uh, and part-time because you've been having kids and raising kids and you have other businesses. Uh, so you did that part-time too. But so let's hear the story. Who were you two? Where were you? And what were you doing before you ever heard of Juice Plus? So um, at the time, um, just before we got introduced to Juice Plus, I'd been a stay-at-home mum of four gorgeous kids, our kids, um, for eight years. And so I loved being at home with our children, but I started to feel like I had lost who I was outside of being a mum. And I thought, you know, an extra bit of income would be good. So I actually thought about going back to teaching, which is what I was. I was a primary school teacher. I think you guys call it elementary school teacher. Um, Before I had my kids. And I also flew for Emirates Airlines. So I was a flight attendant. So I looked at those two professions to go back to. But the reality of doing either of those would mean that I'd have to put our kids into daycare and after school care. And that's not the life that we wanted for our family. So I started to look around online and... um, I everything I came across meant I'd have to have parties, massive investment of money, um, garage full of stock, all those sorts of things. So I actually saw a friend of ours, uh, Kira, and she, I we'd had our girls at the same time. Brian and I used to work out at her husband's gym, and um, I knew that she had the same values around family that we did. And I saw that she was doing something different. And so I heard it was Juice Plus and I just watched her for a while. Um, and so about 12 months, actually. Wow. And so then you watched I, her for 12 months? Yeah. Yeah. I watched her for 12 months. I was like, oh, I wonder what this thing's going to do. And anyway, I saw their lifestyle start to change and I thought, oh, you know, maybe I could look into this Juice Plus thing. So I actually did a couple of weeks research, um, <laughs> looked at every good and bad review and um yeah and then I said to Brian hey I think I'd like to reach out to Kira and see if this is something that I could do from home so that's where I was at what about you uh prior to that I would run businesses I started businesses when I was 19 so it'd been 20 years in those businesses and I still have those businesses I just don't work in them as much anymore um, so I was busy. I was telling myself I was re- really busy and this was something I was not going to get involved in. It was Fiona's idea. She was what turns out to be the smart one in the relationship. So I was skeptical. Um, I, you know, Fiona had told me the sort of income that they were earning and I did not believe it. I didn't know how you could make that income by selling capsules. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
well, not the legal way anyway. So <laughs> I, um, yeah, but we, I did agree to go around to the house with Fiona and just get questions answered and see how we could kind of leverage skills that I built in those other marketing businesses and how we could uh, apply them to this business. And we went to the house, we had lots of questions and we were just inspired as to what this could be for us and our family because even though I didn't have to work every day in those other businesses, I think in traditional business and working for we, we did digital marketing for hotels and resorts and we got paid commission, which is where I fell in love with passive and residual income. So instead of um, providing all the services up front and being paid a lump fee for it, we got paid a little bit every month over time from each one of those hotel clients. As we delivered uh, bookings to the hotel, we got paid for that. So I fell in love with the passive or re reoccurring income, really. It wasn't really passive. Um, but from there, um, we just saw that we could take that opportunity, all those skills that I had learned uh, and implement it. And in traditional business, you're always on. There's always staff. We had 20 staff. Those servers, if they went down, I was getting the call at one o'clock in the morning. Um, I always had to run the vision for that company. And we saw a big difference in network marketing that we no one was responsible to us and we weren't responsible to anyone else. And we just saw that there was opportunity with it. So I'm curious, had you ever looked at network marketing before? Had you ever been recruited by anybody before? What was your attitude about the business model? I had never been with you. Uh, when I was 18, I joined Amway. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> um, as a friend. Um, yeah, so that was, uh, and yeah, I, I was young and I didn't really understand it. And so that was my only experience of network marketing, really. Okay. So you watched uh, Kira for 12 months. That's a long time, Fiona. What were you watching her doing? What was she doing that captured your imagination? Um, I mean, she, she was being celebrated. I remember seeing a post um, that she got a bonus and I was like, oh, oh, Kira got a bonus. I'd like a bonus too. Well, that's interesting. Um, and then I did see she was doing some mummy events and things like that. But the, the post that captured my attention was it was a curiosity post. She'd taken a photo of her feet um, and it was on a footpath and she said how she was walking to the beach and I, I remember thinking, wow, like I know that in their lifestyle that I know them in um, and what they do, they can't afford to live near the beach. So this Juice Plus thing she was doing must be doing pretty well because they've just moved into a new house near the beach and I want to know more. I want to live near the beach. <laughs> I did at the time. I don't anymore. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, hey, that's a good uh, time for I like to like keep it real in these interviews, and so we're now talking about income, even though we're not talking about anything specific. We're talking about uh, a beach house or something like that. So here's what's important: Juice Plus has an income disclosure statement, and any of you that are watching this or listening to it that are looking at joining Juice Plus or you're looking to be influenced by this story, please study the income disclosure statement 
because it'll tell you what's real. And yes, people like the Marshes are being successful and most people aren't. And so you want to go in eyes wide open and you want to understand, you know, what percentage of people make what kind of income and how long does it take them? I interview people in the Network Marketing Heroes series that have done the improbable. So I don't, it's not called Network Marketing Average People series, right? So I interview people that have done extraordinary things. They've done what almost everybody has not done. For example, to build up 6,000 customers in four years, average people don't do that. Extraordinary people do that. And we're not telling you the Marsh's story to infer that if you join Juice Plus, you're going to have 6,000 customers in four years and the income that goes with it. We have no idea what you're going to create. What we're just showing you is what's possible, even though it may be improbable. Because some people are inspired by the improbable. Some people are inspired by the extraordinary. And as you heard Brian say, it was inspiration that had them really look at this as, hey, maybe we can do this. And you know, that's number one. If you want to be successful in any business, you got to look at the business and you have to declare to yourself, I can do that. Because if what you declare to yourself is, I don't know if I can do it. Probably not much going to happen, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that's my income disclosure statement for this version of the hero call. So, all right, that leads us up to you got involved. And um, I know you had a marketing system that helped you build it. But the part of this interview that I want to focus on is who did you approach to partner with you? How did you know those people? What did they do for a living? And how did you get started like person to person, the part of the business. So just think of it in terms of everybody watching or listening to this, you know, the part that they're going to be able to do. How did you do that? Who did you approach? How did you launch? What did you do your first 30 or 60 days? Yeah. So um, I suppose the first person we approached, we actually we had some close friends and um, there was what, six of them. So we were getting together for a barbecue and only two of them turned up. Um, so we shared, we shared our story with them and we said, you know, we really, and that was, um, we like to name people, right? Okay, Fiona, uh, go back because most of the people watching this might have missed what you said. So you scheduled a barbecue. Well, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 there was a barbecue at our friend's place and we were like, um, it was our closest friends that were going. And so we thought this is the perfect opportunity to tell them what we're doing. Okay. How did you do that? So did you gather them all around and say, we have an announcement? <laughs> or... <laughs> well, we had a couple of uh, drinks first. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure they were nice and relaxed. <laughs> well, you tell the story because you're the one that actually said it. Yeah. Um... It was four years ago. It was hard to remember. <laughs> so 
they were friends through church. We used to hang out with them all the time. We'd always have these catch-ups uh, at the house, at their house or at someone's house. And um, it was just a few days before we had met with uh, Kira and joined pretty much. Uh, I don't think we'd actually bought the franchise by then, had we? Um, no, I was pushing her to put the franchise through. She put our order through and I kept reading her, when are you putting our franchise through? I want to see it, I want to see it. <laughs> They're like, wait till the end of the month. We're like, no, we want it now, let's go. Um, so in, in that barbecue, we told, only two turned up because it was at their house. The other yep. two couples didn't turn up for whatever reason. They didn't know we were pitching an idea to <laughs> right, right. But um the two people that were there joined, uh, Jody and Bart. Uh, okay, so, so so back up because people want to know. Wait a minute, they just you had a barbecue and they joined. What did you say to them? What did you tell them? What's what's the story you told that had them join? We told them uh, our friends had been involved in a new business for a couple of years and moved to a new house near the beach. And we kind of talked about income, what we had heard. And actually, um, Jody had been on Juice Plus for about eight months, I think, at the time. Um, she'd gone through a health crisis and uh, her chiropractor had put her on it. So we were like, you know, those products that you take and you love. Um, selling those like ah. that. okay so i got it so you basically told kira's story and then you also added some product credibility because one of the people had already been a customer and so what did you tell them that the two of you were going to do like in terms of like you casting a vision about okay that's what kira did what'd you tell them you were going to do so I think that they had seen uh, my journey prior to this and been in business and we had a pretty good lifestyle uh, with those other businesses. So we were going to leverage some of the skills that we had developed in the other businesses and um, they were excited about that because Jody was a stay-at-home mom, he was a hus husband, Bart was a plumber and they... Uh, there was always the hint of her going back to work when her children were at school. They had young children at similar ages to us. Um, and she didn't want that lifestyle either because her mum was a stay-at-home mum for her whole schooling uh, period of her life. So she was fairly anxious about that. So she didn't want to join. Bart wanted her to join. The husband was like, yes, Jody, you're doing this. And she said, okay, it sounds like I'm doing it and came with us on the journey. And who was our first NMD and, you know, like, yes, and still in the business now and doing well. And so yeah. NMD is national marketing director. And is that a business that does about a hundred thousand a month in sales? Yeah. So it's the red, it's, well, I've just changed it. Yes, it is about a hundred thousand dollars a month in sales. Right. So from barbecue to a hundred thousand a month in sales, Jody's a happy camper. Jody's a happy camper. The cup, the other two couples that uh, that weren't there, kind of held it against us because they saw if they were there, and we couldn't catch up with them for a couple of weeks, and then things were just going crazy. And they were yeah. like, "Why don't you tell us about this?" And we sooner. we <laughs> tried. <laughs> Right. You didn't show up for the opportunity meeting. So um, 
you know, I, I noticed in your stats that you personally enrolled, you know, 15 to 20 people a year. How have you done that? Who have you approached? Are they all friends? Are some of them business associates? Are some of them people you never met before, but you connected on social media with them? And what's been your general modus operandi for when you meet somebody or you connect with somebody you already know, what do you say to them or what do you ask them that leads to the conversation of, hey, let's do this? Um, I know that's a big question, <laughs> but basically talk about who do you sponsor and how do you sponsor them? Yeah, I'll talk about that. Um, so who do we sponsor? A lot of we, we, a lot of our frontline have been people that we've known, friends, family as well. Some of them did wait a while before they joined us. Uh, and um, so some people reached out through social media, um, just like me sharing a post and then someone sharing that post and then like I've had people come in like like that. Um, so people that definitely that we've known. And then, of course, through our marketing, um, that we brought in people that we don't know. So, yeah. so you've, you have a digital marketing program, which most people don't have, but marketing is just telling a story to as many people as possible. Um, so what do you want to say about that, Brian? Like, who, who did you enroll? And I'm especially interested in how did you tell the story of Juice Plus such that people said, yeah. I want to give that a, a try. How did yeah. you tell it? How'd you tell it compliantly? <laughs> so we definitely shared our upline story until we had our own story, especially in the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Super smart. Yeah. We, we just we just saw a way to do it face to face, but more so online. Have more conversations online and get more no's, like tens of thousands of no's. We just saw it as a way of leveraging the internet to put our upline story uh, in front of people. And that story was, this is where I was before Juice Plus, and this is where I am now, and it may or may not be for you. Uh, come check it out. We were very focused on helping who we were, mums and dads. That's our target audience. We, our marketing, everything was focused on helping mums and to do mum care instead of daycare. And we created a vision around that and focused. So we weren't, we weren't trying to be everything to everyone. We were, our target audience, our persona, we knew exactly who I was. And the majority of our business is, is that mum, you know, That's so that, that, we, that we went after. Because... I am a lazy person and I wanted to find the easiest way to build this business. <laughs> you know, I noticed, I noticed that about you the first time I met you. You're a lazy golfer, a lazy networker. <laughs> I think I still won on the golf course. <laughs> you might have. You might have. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, sure. I got your money. <laughs> you probably you probably still have it. Yeah. Brains. Those, those American those American dollars are pretty valuable down there. They are now. <laughs> so um say more that, about uh that slogan is priceless, uh not daycare, mum care. 
Um, is there anything more you can say about that? Like how you yeah. how you cast that vision for people? Yeah, so it, it really drove us because we didn't have to do that. Fiona was a stay-at-home mom, but and we because of our other businesses, but our friends and family all had to put their children into daycare six weeks after they had their children. And wow. it, it, it up six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it was, but it really upset us. And it was our driving force because we saw what we could do for not just Fiona, but our brother, sisters um, and close friends. And that's kind of where we went. We, it wasn't about us. It was about helping other people. And the marketing worked and we attracted people to join us because, you know, there was, there was a lot of momentum, especially in the beginning. Uh, but we were very driven about helping that mum, you know, because it, it upset us to see families being broken or children not spending time with their mums because they had to put them in daycare. Um, so sounds like one of the most important things you did, which is you went way beyond the Juice Plus product line and you created a mission and a cause and you created a vision much bigger than you, bigger than a bottle of product, bigger than any money you might make. That's that's powerful stuff. That's that's a huge nugget for people. We we saw the opportunity to create a brand around mums and have a lot of people involved in that brand. We didn't want to own it. We didn't want to be the face of it. We wanted our community of mums to be the face of it. So when you see anything that we do, it's 10, 15, 20 mums having a good time um, and they be the face. So Jody have her own little part of that mums brand. We have contributors of content, writing content that they then get to share with their prospects. Most people that joined, joined that mission uh, before they joined Juice Plus. Yeah, love it. it. That's so e smart. And it was easier for us to lead with that because it was new. It, there, was no, there was no, there was no, they weren't going and Googling what it was or anything. We were just, it was an easy conversation to have. Around. Yeah, it's, it's so inspirational versus let me show you this bottle of magic product. This is amazing. You know, people look at that and they go, eh. yeah. But when you talk about a cause, a mission, you know, something that move, that moves people and something that the right audience can relate to, that's pretty magical. Um, so here's a question for you. You can both answer it or either one of you. What is the biggest mistake you've made in the last three years, 363 days? And it might be a big blunder. If it was me, it probably something I said. <laughs> uh, usually when I get in big trouble is when I say something. Uh, so it might have been something you did. It might have been something you said one time. Could have been a big strategic mistake or just could be a bad habit. What's the biggest mistake you've made in the last four years in building your juice plus business. You can ask that one. She ought to say, I don't know. Brian probably made <laughs> some. I didn't make any. 
Yeah, you haven't made any, have you, babe? I think the, the one that comes to mind early on was we had someone in our uh, business that was becoming very, very successful, but she was already successful outside of our mission, Juice Plus. And so she would have these nice things and she would show off these nice things as if she had created it through this business. And uh. It was helping us. We were we were trying to hit something and be the first person to hit something very quickly. Turns out we were, and we would have done it quicker, but we allowed this to fester and we allowed her to do it. And when we used to put up lead, well, we do put up leaderboards in our team page. And the one month that she wasn't in in the first couple of spots in the leaderboard she lost her credibility with her team and was out and took a fairly significant chunk of the, the business with her. But the lesson there is I didn't nip it in the butt uh, early on and there was no compliant, it, it was non-compliant, but it didn't get to that point. It's just that when the leader went, she that her team went and they were all in it for the wrong reasons anyway. Yeah. Yeah, the lesson there is no shortcuts, and don't sell your don't sell out your mission, don't sell out your soul, don't sell out your character or your integrity for a shortcut for fame or fortune. Yeah. Because it'll come back to haunt you. Yeah. And that's a that's tough, especially in the midst of competition or recognition, the first one to yeah. whatever you were up to. Right, it's tough to hold on to doing the right thing in the midst of all of that. So, without yeah, on that, it's a it, you've got to be prepared as a leader to step up. And in our first year, it was so new to us. And I'd been in leadership with my other business and coached basketball, but this is kind of different leadership. And having those conversations, especially in your first year. They're not easy conversations to have and coach people around. So it was it was probably our, my biggest lesson in the business um, today. Yeah. All right. So without uh, so you've already talked about the marketing system and the cause for mums. So go deeper, go more esoteric, surprise us. What's the smartest thing you've done in the last four years? and surprise us with your answer. In fact, Fiona, you get to answer this, because you know I, oh we can all tell already that left to your own devices, Brian's gonna answer all the questions. What is the smartest thing you've done, and you can't talk about the marketing system or the mission for moms. Oh gosh. Come on, you got it. Don't look at him. <laughs> oh my you can't ask him. I'm He's asking you, Fiona. What is the smartest <laughs> thing you've done? You, just you. The smartest thing I've done. Um, uh, do what I'm told. Who <laughs> <laughs> tells you to do it? Not me. <laughs> Well, um, there might there might be some gold there. What do you mean by that? Okay, so I suppose um, I'm an introvert, uh, massive introvert. I'm very, very shy. So 
coming into network marketing, um, having we we're always encouraged to you know step outside of our comfort zone. So part of our business is following a system that we know works, and you know we look at people who've gone before us, like our uplines. So I suppose for me, doing what I'm told is when I'm encouraged to you know you know speak at, at on an interview um, or at an event or you know all all these. Public speaking is a big thing for me. I don't like to do it. So that's been a massive lesson for me is to, when I feel safe, um, to step outside of my comfort zone and do those things because that's how we grow. Mm -hmm. so, so, so your answer is do what you're told is another way of saying that is um, be coachable. Yes, exactly. Be coachable. Because I, if I if I hadn't been coachable, if I hadn't um, done what I was told, then I wouldn't be on this interview right now. I'd just be in the background hiding, right? So, so yeah, and is, is it really true that somebody told you to do it or did somebody ask you to do it? Uh, asked me. <laughs> Especially your husband. Your husband can't tell you. I can't. I, I'm trying to visualize Brian wandering around the house telling you what to do. <laughs> he's a very good manipulator. Okay. For I the right he, reasons. The I think he's a he's an in, inspirer yeah, and no. a good coach. So is another no, spin-off of that lesson, Fiona, follow a system. So yeah. you may not have needed to that may not have been something that you saw as you doing brilliant because you know maybe you created the system but for people that are looking to create some success can you speak to the importance of following a system um yes so i think it's so like when we did come into the business there was already a sort of system as in what they were already doing so um and i think that when you come into a business and you're so new you like we had a lot of ideas and everything um, and what we wanted to do. But in the beginning, we definitely followed what was already there. And that was important because we were learning the business. Like Juice Plus was new for us. We didn't know everything about um, the conversation plan and how everything works. So I think being new, it's great to bring all your skills and everything you have. But especially the first couple of months, like look at what your uplines are doing or even sidelines are doing. and kind of mimic them, um, follow, follow what they're doing. And then as you become confident and your business grows, then, you know, leverage all the other skills you have. Right. Um, and I, I know it's important to make your own mistakes, but I think it's better to learn from other people's mistakes too. Yeah, brilliant. You're quite the public speaker. No, I'm not. I'm going to sit back now. <laughs> <laughs> Smart one, I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see it. I see it. She may hide from it, but I see it. Um, all right. So, um, a last question. Uh, most of the people that listen to these interviews are not national marketing directors or five star anything. They are trying to figure it out. Right, they're they're struggling. Perhaps they're hopeful. They want it to work. Maybe they've made it work to some degree, 
But the reason they're studying these interviews is they're looking for inspiration. They're looking for affirmation. They're looking to believe that they can do it. And so this is an opportunity for each of you to take a minute or two and speak to those people that are struggling, that are looking to get to the next level, that are looking to get up on top of the wave and instead of being pummeled by it, maybe surf it some. And it's pro the answer to that is probably not do more work. The answer tends to be in the story we tell ourselves and our belief level and our inspiration. So, Fiona, if you had a minute or two to talk to me, and I'm one of those struggling people, and what you were going to say was going to make all the difference for me, you were going to be my defining moment, what would you say to me? Oh, gosh, the pressure. My goodness. <laughs> um, I would say to you, stay the course. You know, it is a four-year career minimum. Um, so, you know, I think that in all businesses and in all areas of life, there's ups and downs. And um, I think that jumping ship or leaving or quitting, you know, the only person you're going to let down in the end is yourself. So, um, you know, I remember when I was at uni during my teaching degree, you know, that was a four-year degree. Oh, there was many times that I didn't want to keep going. It was hard. Um, but, you know, like I had the vision of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be in mind. So I think it's important to keep that vision of where you want to be, your why, um, always at the front um, and always looking towards that. So, you know, I know that people jump out and um, give up on themselves or give up on the business. And it's so sad because if they just held on a little bit longer, you know, they say, there's a saying, I can't remember what it is, but, you know, it, you know, success is just around the corner. And, if, you know, that one person who may join you who's going to change your whole business, it, you know, that may be tomorrow's conversation. And if you don't um, keep going, that's just never going to happen. So. Um, yeah, I think Brian should speak now. <laughs> so I really have to follow her? <laughs> Actually, what you just said there, Fiona, was quite astute and inspirational. Thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I really don't want to follow you now. <laughs> you don't have to follow her. I, you could just let it sit right there. <laughs> I think I could. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else to say. My, my only advice would be have fun. Enjoy it because people buy you and if you're not having fun, is someone really going to want to join you and potentially be with you for the next 30 or 40 years? Like that's the way we see it. We see it yeah. as we're doing the most important work we've ever done in our life and we're building relationships, family for the rest of our life. And if you're not going to have fun, you're not going to attract people to it. And yes, it's hard work and um, it's not easy. But our, the systems that everyone's got are simple. Enjoy that process. Enjoy the process. Have fun. People buy you. Know where you're going and be confident. But it starts with enjoying the process. It's kind of the only thing I'd add to it, but you're right. That's, that's a great one-two punch. All right. 
I'm going to go on and be successful. Thank you. Good job. If you can do it, I can do it. That's right. If, if a chicken plant guy can do it. Uh, all right. Well, sometimes, um, not all the time, but sometimes I, uh, and I know you've only listened to a couple of hero calls, so you probably don't know this. So you have to just go with spontaneity. Um, sometimes I turn the tables. And I invite you to ask me a question that will perhaps help inspire people around Juice Plus or any company. So if you had to go from pure intuition, spontaneity, and you got to ask the final question, what would you ask? Can I ask? Yeah. How do you start people? How do you get people started in the first week of their new business? Wow, good question. Very system oriented. Now we get a <laughs> we get a peek into Brian's brain. <laughs> Definitely blueprint. Yeah, no surprise. <laughs> well, uh, it probably won't be any surprise to you, Brian, that uh, for me, everything rises and falls on motivation. So. I don't know too many people. There are exceptions for sure, but most people that get involved in our business, they're not naturally inclined to hand over money. You know, here's $500 for my kit or my product or whatever. They're not naturally inclined to, oh, you say there's a training meeting for me to go to? I can't wait. It's fantastic. Let me get away from my family and everything I love to do. And let me go to a training meeting. Or maybe you have videos to watch. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't wait to watch those videos. And then the idea of, okay, now go tell all your friends and colleagues and family about your new venture. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to do that. Most people have reservations about those kind of things anywhere from paranoia to reservations to discomfort to they just plain don't want to do it. They don't have time, right? So motivation is number one. So if I was starting you, the number one thing I would talk about with you and I would be asking questions is, why do you want to do this? What do you want out of this? What do you want out of it three months from now? What do you want out of it a year from now? What do you want out of it four years from now? And I would not allow you to give me superficial answers. Like when you ask somebody, how you doing? And they say, fine. And we let that go. Like, that's an answer. Um, so, you know, if I said, what do you guys want out of it? You would say, well, you know, we'd like some extra income. That's not a good enough answer because I know that's not going to provide you with enough motivation. So my question about some extra money is how much? And kind of the way I like to package it is, what's the least amount of money you could be earning a year from now in Juice Plus where you would say that was a fantastic decision we're having fun. This is worth it. I can't wait for year two. The least amount of money. Where, where can we bring the bar down? Because the further you bring the bar down, the easier it is to jump over the bar, right? So 
how low can we bring the bar where you will be on fire? And so, I don't know, let's say you say that's a thousand bucks a month, right? So that's good to have a number, but then I want to know, what are you going to do with it? Like, why a thousand dollars a month? So if you were making a thousand dollars a month from Juice Plus, what would you do with the money? And again, save it is not a good enough answer. Save it for what? Save it for how long? Save it to pile up how much? And then what? And maybe you would say, well, we want to get a, a caravan and go caravanning or however you do that down there, right? Popular thing. So great. What kind of, do you call it a caravan or a van? Caravan. So, caravan. so what kind, yeah. So what kind of caravan? Like what model? What brand? How big? What do you want in it? And I don't ask these questions, uh, Brian and Fiona, like an interrogation. It's, it's just me being curious. And, and what it does is it guides them to think in a level of detail that they perhaps have not thought. Because I know from a very, um, from an engineering standpoint, a mathematical standpoint, a cause and effect, that the more clear they are about their why, the more motivation they're going to have to invest some money, invest some time, go to some meetings, watch some videos, talk to their friends. It's all about motivation. And motivation is not what people want. Motivation doesn't come from what we want. It comes from what we envision is inevitable. Like when we have that story about, I, I can see that $1,000 a month. I, I expect it. I believe it. This is going to happen. That's what launches us into business. So step one is motivation. And that's not a do it once and forget it. That's an ongoing conversation. But it's the first thing that I would do to launch you. Because if I can't get you on fire, I can't get you to do what you need to do to launch, right? So that would be number one. Number two would be, depending if you were already a customer, uh, I have to get you in a place, not right away, but I got to start it, for you to be a raving Juice Plus fan. I mean, you have to love these products. You can't do network marketing, and your story about the products is, yeah, they're pretty good. I like them. I mean, you know, they're, they, they do the job. That <laughs> doesn't cut it, right? <laughs> so you got to love the products. And in order to love the products, you have to have a deep experience with them. So I'm going to talk to you about which products you're going to use, how you're going to use them, what are you looking to get out of using them, you know, probably some coaching on, hey, if you don't use them every day, if you don't use them the way they're designed to be used, you may not get the results you need to get. And your income, your business rises and falls on that story. You got to have an extraordinary Juice Plus story, even if you can't tell it. <laughs> you got to have it, right? Because it's the it creates part of that fire in here. and. Three would be, 
uh, I would spend some time with you on who do you know? And, you know, it would be who do you know that you would love to work with? Who do you know that you respect? Who do you know that you like? Who do you know that's fun? Who do you know that's influential? Who do you know that's ambitious? Who do you know that has character? Who do you know that inspires you? Who do you know perhaps in the health influence business? Like who's an influencer around health and fitness? Or who's an influencer around wealth? And let's talk about those people. So if somebody said, well, I know Brian and Fiona Marsh, I would say, well, tell me about them. Where do they live? How many kids do they have? How old are they? What kind of business or career do they have? And, you know, they might say, well, you know, he has a digital marketing business for hotels and resorts. Oh, really? What does he do there? Tell me how he does that. Uh, and what I would create in that inquisition for my new associate, my new franchise owner, is a vision of, hey, we haven't talked to Brian and Fiona yet. But here's how they might be able to see this opportunity and take advantage of it. Here's how, who they are. Could be the angle of, hey, they got four kids. And, you know, what we're doing here is the whole mum thing. Or Brian's got a marketing business, a digital marketing business. Here's how Brian could take those skills and crush it in Juice Plus. Now, you know, they may say, well, you know, I have a friend over here who is a personal trainer. How long they've been a personal trainer? Where are they a personal trainer? How many clients do they have? And are they influential? And here's how they could do well in Juice Plus. I'm painting the picture for my new person, which is part of their motivation for them to see, wow. Brian and Fiona, they could really do well at this. That motivates them to go talk to you as opposed to, well, just call them and see if they're interested. Big difference, right? So yeah. what we're doing is we're casting vision, we're creating strategy, we're building belief. And I would do that with probably at least the first 10, 15, maybe 20 people on their list. The closer to them physically, the better. Because if we can get belly to belly with people, we can transfer our vision and our enthusiasm versus trying to do it by Zoom or email or text. Yeah. And then once those people are sort of assembled, the, the potential team is assembled, the next conversation is how are we going to launch? You know, and, and I would be asking you, how do you two want to launch? You know, and, you know, here's four different ways people in Juice Plus launch. Here's how I launched. But how do you want to launch? What, what do you see as comfortable? If you have a strong preference, we're going to launch the way you want to launch. If you don't have a strong preference, you're going to launch the way I launched. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you how I did it. But if I did it, for example, having watch parties on Facebook or something, like everything was Facebook, Instagram, that's how I did it. 
But who you are is not social media, your barbecues, then we're having barbecues. And so one of the things that I think is a misnomer about network marketing is that, you know, some gurus are responsible for this mantra. If it doesn't duplicate, don't do it. Except they, they're missing the point about what we're trying to duplicate. We're not trying to duplicate that we all do it the same way. That's crazy. What we're trying to duplicate is our vision and motivation for us to go share with some conviction and credibility to our friends and our network. That's all we need to duplicate. We just need to get everybody on our team and every new member to have a vision about, oh my gosh, these are the people I want to talk to. Here's how I'm going to talk to them. And they're go- and I'm excited to talk to them. That's all we need to duplicate. We don't need to duplicate that everybody does it on Facebook or everybody does it in digital marketing or everybody does it with a home par- barbecue party or because that's putting round pegs in square holes. Now, if you don't have a preference, that's when you need to be coachable. Let me show you how I did it. We at least have some expertise. I know how to do it my way. And of course, the longer you've done this, the more different ways you actually have some authority in launching people, even if it's not your personal preference. But in the beginning, I'm going to, I'm going to find out how you want to do it, even if it's, you know, kind of the the known quality as well. That's not going to work, right? Because if I tell you it won't work, you know how that does. And people are like, they don't believe you. The yeah. only way they believe it won't work is if they go do it and it didn't work, <laughs> right? So. Is that enough? Uh, I could keep asking questions. <laughs> uh, I think it's great. I think for us, where we're at is the launch part is what we're working through at the moment. And I actually hadn't thought about being flexible enough to give the new partner the option of choosing which way they want to launch. Like that makes so much sense. And I totally agree with the whole duplication thing because what we you know, we duplicated the the stories, Kira's story. We took the story, we took the why, we took the questions, but we innovated around how we did that, right? Yeah. If we had to follow exactly everybody's system, we wouldn't be where we are. No. Yeah, your perfect examples, if, if Kira would have said, oh, no, no, forget that digital market thing, you have to do it the way we do it. Yeah. That wouldn't have flown with you, mm-hmm. right? So anyway, I trust, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, this interview, uh, it's, it's so awesome that they're not even at four years yet and have built such a huge, valuable business. You got to watch this couple because four years from now, um, their business is not going to be twice as big. It's probably going to be 10 times as big. Key, great influencers in our profession great integrity, great character, high road kind of people that 
serve not only Juice Plus, but the entire network marketing profession. Thank you so much, Brian and Fiona, for joining us on Network Marketing Heroes. Say Thank goodbye. You. Thank you, Richard. Thanks for having us on, Richard. Much appreciated. Hey, everybody. Remember, the work is worth it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Richard Bliss Brooks Network Marketing Heroes podcast. If you are inspired and are ready to create your own success story, then it is time to take advantage of some of the top network marketing tools available. Pick up the top recruiting tool that has prospects saying, yes, the four-year career and the four-year career for women. Get your mindset right. Without a clear vision, success is lost. Check out the best-selling book on vision, Mach 2 with your hair on fire. Learn to think like a successful person with this step-by-step -step guide on how to break through your self-imposed limitations. Mach 2 Vision Training is a 90-minute four-part video training where you get Richard to walk you through crafting your vision. It's a must for anyone looking to step outside the box and hit the ground running. For 10% off your order, use the discount code HERO at checkout. If you're serious about building your business, make sure to subscribe to Richard's blog for all the latest tools and articles. This success story is not typical. It is meant to inspire you and show you what's possible. It is not what you should expect to accomplish. Your income will depend entirely on you, your commitment, your work ethic, your leadership, and your ability to acquire customers and inspire sales leaders to join your team. Most people who start off intending to build a sales team do not maintain their motivation to continue.